where did God come from? This is one of the frequent questions that we get to receive from people trying to get an understanding of where God started from, what was his beginning and what exactly it was that formed God. Right, but this is where we begin from. We like to I'd like to let you realize that God has an eternal nature. He doesn't have a beginning of existence. Neither does he have an end. And that's supposed to you that God is beyond creation. Right? Genesis 1 verse 1 says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. It will mean that even the earth and the heaven that the works of the hands of God and he had been in existence before creation of these um, things that have been mentioned in the beginning books of the beginnings the Genesis right so God is an uncreated creator he always was is and always will be and that is why you see um, Exodus chapter 3 and verse 13 says then Moses said to God behold when I come to the Israelites and say to them the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they said to me what is his name what shall I say to them now I'd like you to pay attention to what God introduced himself as for Moses to report to the people verse 14 says God said to Moses I am who I am that is to say that I am what I will always be I'm what I've always been and I will continually be what I am so I am who I am I change not is an uncreated creator who has always been who is presently and would always be and you see some some nine some 90 verse 2 also established the fact that God had been from everlasting unto everlasting the Bible says before the mountains were born or before you had given birth to the earth and the world even from everlasting to everlasting you are God is eternal and also another point that you need to know is that he is the cause without no cause as humans uh, we have a notion that anything that exists exists with a cause it had to start from somewhere it had to be a reaction a connection between this and that and we want to bring an explanation to how things come to be in and that is why these questions would arise over and again because the concept of man wants to start with a beginning and have an end that is how our brain and our mind can capture the things that exist but i tell you that god is the cause without no cause no one gave back to god at any time no one decided to make him god there was no election there was no uh any agreement between any council within any council that decided whether he's going to be god after another no is the cause 
without no cause. And I would like to also um, tell us a thing. Genesis 1 verse 1, in the original translation, in the Torah, the word God, in the beginning God, is Elohim. And we all know that El means God, E-L is God. But Elohim is the plural of God, right? And the reason why it will be in plural is to say that uh, there, there is a particular uh, multi-dimensional aspect of the person of God. So within God, there, there is an interrelation. Well, so uh, God is bigger than that which we can actually attempt to know his beginning. And to round up this, I'm going to tell to you, and probably this will help um, nail all of my um, explanation, that where did God come from? He didn't come. He has all, he, he always, you know, he always was. He didn't come. Now, physics has shown that time is a property that is the result of the existence of matter so time is a property that is the result of the existence of matter what i mean is that time exists when matter exists so the subject of time itself that makes you ask when was it created when did it become god where did it come from the subject time itself began when god created the universe so it will be a wrong comparison or a wrong attempt to be able to 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 attempt to find god with the concept of time location space and distance because he's actually far above all of these things we're speaking about so god is the cause without cause he always was is and always will be he is an eternal nature he has an eternal nature rather and he has been from everlasting to everlasting that is to say that he had no beginning and he has no end so he always happened he always happened he always happened so you always see more of him more of him more of him more of him and that is why even the beings that behold that that attend to him right each time they they see him they see a new glory they see a new glory and and, and they they respond to his awesomeness declaring his holiness each time so where did god come from he didn't he has always been god he is god and will always be he is greater than the question where did he come from he is the cause without the cause thank you we'll meet in the next episode this is faq stay with us Christian faith and we'll be answering a particular question today does God really answer prayers you know this is actually a sincere question that we 
need to bring an answer to because uh, many seem not to get in court answers to their prayers over time and a few probably uh, the old thing of answer to prayer is just a knock on things getting to work at a time and God doesn't really answer prayer and um, we'd like to just bring an answer to that you know God himself desire that we communicate our desires he desire that we communicate our wants and everything in our heart that is uh, our cares our bodies he desire that we communicate and speak to him because he's a father he's, he's a lover he wants to hear us every time and that's why you see several scripture verses points to this reality that God indeed want us to communicate our fears our worries our desires our wants our cares unto him Jeremiah 3 verse 3 says that call unto me and I will answer you did you see that that is a willingness he's trying to tell you that just you just have to call unto me and I will answer you it means the demands or the condition to meet my answer is you calling unto me he said call unto me and I will answer willingness to answer Jesus. so even God has a willingness to give an answer Psalm 23 verse 1 it says the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want that's the readiness to meet our want so God has is ready and there is readiness with him to meet our wants Psalm 55 verse 2 he wants to meet, he wants to bear our bodies. And he said he will not suffer the righteous to be moved. So the Lord wants to bear our bodies. First Peter 5 7. He said, Cast all your cares upon the Lord, upon him, because he cares for you. That means in the heart of God right now, he cares for you. He longs to see you in in happiness it belongs to bring that desire that will launch you into joy fullness of joy as a matter of fact so um, with this verse is pointing to the fact that God has a willingness to answer he's ready to meet our needs he wants to bear our bodies and he will not allow us to move consistently or forever and he cares for us why then uh, does it seem as if answers is not forthcoming each time that we pray so and, um, I, I really need, I really feel we need to attend to this. Yes. Now the issue of God answering our prayers, and uh, when it does so, whichever way God will answer prayers, it may not always, most likely not going to always do the answering in the way we prefer, in the way we would like Him to do, in the way we want Him to show forth. His ways are not our ways. As far as the earth is to the heavens, so our path is His ways from us. So uh, you could not most likely come in the way that we have uh, speculated. He won't actually always come in the way that we have um, designed for God to walk because He's actually God. His ways are clearly different from ours. So your desires and your you have dictated to him that this is the way that I want you to walk but he is God he is God so he, 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 the 
process of him answers, answering rather our prayers uh, would not always be the way we prefer or also it would not always work in our own timing. Remember the scripture says that it makes all things beautiful in its own time, in its own season and that is why his own timing works with the perfect time that things should turn out beautiful and perfect. So when you expect that the Lord will come, He might not come that that time because He does things in the beautiful time, in the beautiful season. So, and um, I would like to also tell you a thing that we might not even know that God's operation, God's movement, God's intervention, God's um, answers or God's operation like I've said, will only be activated or will only be operational in or within the boundaries of his will. Now God's will is the boundary with which he does his things. So whichever prayer request you're been placing before God, if it doesn't match God's will or even doesn't have its own basis or is not established within God's will, is not obligated, is not held bound to give you compulsorily that answer because he would only do things according to his will. Yes. And that is why you see 1 John chapter 5 and verse 14 says that this is the confidence that we have before him that anything that we ask according that if we ask anything according to his will the bible didn't leave out that that particular part he says if we ask anything according to his will he hears us he hears us us according to his will so you would want to check your prayer list and your prayer request you want to check if truly those things you've been asking and desiring of him is his will is according to his mind so you need to confirm that also now i'll need to just point out some reasons why uh, god is enhancing your prayers um, of course there are several reasons but i'd like to point out probably three or four so that um, you agree together with the word of god and you pattern your ways according to god's will so that you can get answers to your prayer right so while i say this i want you to please check through your heart and prayer request all this while and begin to straighten up those parts so that god's will can meet your demand the first reason that i have is what i've already said before god knows the right time to give you that thing no matter how a toddler desire to own a private jet you know when we were young Many of us desire to be a pilot, aeronautic engineer, desire to be so many things. No matter how the desire of zeal is, at that moment, if we were given those things, given a jet, given a, a different kind of things that we desire, those things might destroy us or they might just be useless as though we do not have them. So, but a good father would only meet the demands of the son. When he feels that this is the right thing to give the son at the right time, so probably God 
is waiting for the right and the perfect time to give you that which you have because in God doesn't use the things that men use it doesn't benefit him to go back good things that you should have think about it so God is waiting for the right time for you to have the right thing now the second thing is your definition of good might not be God's definition of good because what we see as good might not be what God is seeing as good what we see as success might not be what God sees as as success yes it's true and that is why James 1 verse 17 says all good and perfect gift comes from God so you if it is not good and if it is not perfect then it is not from from God you can get many things but I tell to you if it is not good and perfect it is not from God yes so you can think in your heart that thing that you may call success if you have not confirmed that it is good and perfect for you and it was from the Lord you cannot license it to be called good and perfect yes. the next one I have is probably that you do not walk in faith you do not hack in faith because what draws things from the realms of God is practical faith the Bible says that he that comes to him must believe that he is and another scripture that I would like to give you as an anchor to this point is in Mark 11 24 it says that whenever you come to prayer or to hack in God he says that you should believe that you have received the new I have there is that God has something better for you. So many of us would like a prodigal son who asks for the share of our inheritance. He asks for us to go to a far country to establish ourselves. Meanwhile, the Lord has so much in store for us to enjoy and to live a good life. But we have defined our best in a way that limits God. You walk with what God has for you. At this moment, you just say within your heart, Lord, I respect your will. I respect your move. I respect your willingness. I will respect your readiness. Oh, I yield now. I will pray according to your will. I will believe your will. I will wait for your time. I will wait for that which is good and perfect for my destiny. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you very much, Lord. Thank you for listening. Bye.